2: Welcome to the
0: MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: I give you... Stu and Blake.
2: Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we've got another sponsor to tell you about. Feel Supreme. They're a nationally recognised brand who offer only the very highest quality of natural supplements. Their extensive range includes a range of medicinal mushrooms, nootropics, anti-aging products, gut support products, green powders, vitamins and much more.
0: Yep, they've worked with fighters from all the top promotions including UFC, Bellator, Brave and Cage Warriors with a solid reputation of providing results. So check them out on Instagram which is at feel underscore supreme or their website, www.phillsupreme.co.uk, and make sure you use the code MMAFAN for a cool 15% off
2: your first order. Don't say we don't spoil you. Hello, and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. I'm Stu with Finn, sat opposite me as ever, Blake Harrison. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Radiant and glowing. Thank you very much. (laughs) Radiant and glowing. Um, Are you (laughs) <laughs> yeah i've got, I've got a very nice guy. oh do you know what like uh the, the shape of me at the moment yeah it, it's, it's probably i should take a test um i mean the reason uh i'm glowing this morning uh hopefully it's not because uh I, i'm pregnant it's because we uh we got to catch up with ian gary again and yeah. uh, and i know that, that the first episode was pe- certainly one of your favorite episodes we've done to date, and definitely and it's a cracker and so you know, we we, we reached out and, uh, and we've got Ian back today. And, of course, he doesn't disappoint, eh?
0: No, it's, uh, Ian's always a great chat. I mean, he still does another... It's not as much singing as before when he sung Grease Lightning, full voice. He does a little bit of singing in this one. Um, there's all the chat that you want to hear about, you know what's going on at Sanford MMA, why he chose that gym and the interactions he's having there and what he, what he's enjoying about his time at Sanford MMA, uh, a little bit about the his amazing debut victory at Madison Square Garden just last week at UFC 268, uh, plans for the future, and of course, all the Skittles chat that you Obviously. need to have, all the important
2: Skittles chat. Um, oh. It's all there. If you're uh, confused as to what uh, the hell Blake is talking about, then I would suggest that you go and listen to a full-length episode that we recorded a while ago with Ian Gary, uh, where we uh, we find out all about uh, his uh, love of Skittles. Better still, go and follow us on Instagram or any of the social media platforms and watch the video at the Fighters Hotel post-Ian um, winning the Cage Warriors belt where uh, Blake hands over uh, some bags of Skittles uh, to a very, very excited Ian Gary.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, go and do that. And also, um, before we get on with the interview, just to let you know, after the interview, we will also be briefly chatting about this weekend's amazing card, Holloway Rodriguez. It was UFC Vegas 42, Holloway versus Rodriguez. And uh, normally we wouldn't chat about non-kind of numbered pay-per-view events
2: how, can but, we geez, not?
0: We, how could we not just briefly chat about that incredible fight that happened at the weekend? Um, so yeah, so don't don't switch off too quick. We've got uh, our interview with Ian Gary coming up and then we'll have our nice little chat about the uh, Holloway Rodriguez fight and uh, what we think's uh, in store for for Holloway next and uh, yeah Shall I think we get it's on time it? for the
2: it's time for the future.
0: It's time for the future. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Ian, the future Gary. <laughs> Ian, Gary, how you doing, mate? Hello. Sorry, boys. How are you? You good? <laughs> very good. Very good. I mean, what an amazing... Like w c week and a bit or whatever it's been for you now. I mean, so you, you debut at MSG. You win by first round knockout. But the big question on everyone's lips, the big thing that everyone wants to know is how many bags of Skittles did you eat after that win? Hold
3: one second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? What is happening? Like you ask a simple what? question and he's just gone.
2: That's it. Ga- for those gone. of you
0: just listening to this, Ian Gary's just gone one second and just left. <laughs> left, it, he's there. I'm just staring at an empty chair. Oh, oh my Christ! At. He's got a sack of skittles. It's like a Santa sack of skittles. He's got there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look at that. <laughs> 1.6
0: kilos. One point six kilos of skittles. Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> um, I fucking love Skittles, mate. That was that's been sitting there for me waiting since my world, since I won a world title. Leila bought me that, and I didn't touch it then. And I came home and was like, oh, Skittles. Um, yeah, so there you go. That 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 bag will be gone now by, by uh probably my birthday. Lovely,
2: perfect, Lovely.
0: Perfect. perfect. Good to know.
2: Well. Since we last saw you, which was at the Fighters Hotel after you got the world strap uh, at Cage Warriors, um, where we, we, we gave you some, uh, some Skittles uh, from, uh, from our backpack. But since then, mate, I mean, it's been a whirlwind, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: It's been a and bit, so, quite hectic.
2: <laughs> so many questions. Um, so are you based in, in America now?
3: So yes, we are going to be mainly based in America. Right now we are home in Dublin. Um I'll be bouncing between here in the UK. Um but yes, the we are we will be based in Florida because that's what benefits my career. That's where the best place for me to to be is uh, is to be at that gym and learn from the guys there. Um there's a lot of places I want to do. I'm I'm kind of like a free spirit, so I've, I I want to learn from a lot of different places. I want to go to Brazil and learn Portuguese and do jiu jitsu in Brazil. Leila can meet family, and I want to I want to just enjoy that whole thing. Want to eat Brazilian food. I want
0: yeah
3: uh, yeah. So there's a lot of things I want to do. There's a lot of plans I have. and there's, there's a lot that I'm I just I'm excited about, and yeah, it's I'm I'm looking forward to it all. So we primarily will be based out of the US from now. So, I mean, you, you must
0: have had your your pick of so many gyms over there. You must have been thinking about what option was right for you. You ended up at, at Sanford MMA in Florida. Why Why was Sanford the right choice for you? Because you probably could have gone to so many of the big gyms out in the States. What was it about Sanford that you went, that's the one for me?
3: So, when I was looking at all the gyms, the first thing I did was look at the Top welterweight talents are like where, right? Where is everyone? Where are the top welterweights in the world right now? Where are they all? Um, and number two and number four is Gilbert Burns and Assembly Luque Yes, and, right, right, okay, okay. So we've got number two and number four in the same gym, and then when you look deeper into it, they've got an elite roster of welterweight talent, they've got insane middleweights, Derek Brunson, Brandon Allen, Phil Hawes. like they just it just goes on and on and on. So it's like, right, I've got an elite level of guys at welterweight, an elite level of lightweight, elite level at middleweight. It's like they're the guys I'm going to be training with. That's insane. Then you look at the coaches, right, you've got Henry Hoof, everyone knows how good Henry is in regards to striking and and, and the the coaching that he's he's had how many world champions he's created and, and how he's been a part of, it, it can't not go right with me and Henry and the guys striking and learning so much. And then it's like, right, Greg Jones, who is, before I was even in Sanford, I was hearing about Greg Jones in wrestling when I was in Vegas and stuff, about how good of a wrestling coach he is. He's the shit. And I'm, I, I, I looked him up and I was like, wow, okay, everyone's talking about this guy, Greg Jones. And I'm like, right, insane. So I can go there and learn, get elite level wrestling, work on my striking. And then not only that, it's like they, they've got Gilbert Burns for jiu-jitsu to learn off. There's Wagner Russia, who is insane. And that was, that was, that's where I can't wait to go back to and do some more jiu-jitsu and learn off Wagner and take everything in. It's like everything there is set up for success. And that's why I, I chose that. And also the fact that it's in Florida and it's sunny all the time, like <laughs> a, a, a massive benefit. Like, and the fact that there's got, it's got 1,250
0: golf courses. <laughs> I was going to ask. I knew that was okay, coming. Like, how much of it is actually down to the golf courses though?
3: <laughs> um, I didn't actually get to play a lot of golf when I was there because I was so busy. But I tell you what, when I go back, I'm going to absolutely destroy the golf courses. I'm going to take advantage of every single every single opportunity. Um, when I go back next time, I want to focus more on, on improving and learning and growing my skill set as opposed to just fight camp. Um, so I'm going to kind of take an a, a approach of less activity, less, like, sparring and I just want to work on stuff and then last eight weeks I'll get into my sparring because I'm always fit I'll never ever ever not yeah. be fit like I've got cardio for days I've got the skill set I just want to work on stuff so when I do that I'll be doing strength and conditioning and, and then technical stuff I'll play golf probably every morning that's what I'll try to do I'll try to get up every morning and play some golf I'll join a. will join a nice uh golf course and I'll I'll play every morning I'll get used to it and I'll start smashing my handicap down
0: Oh man, that sounds awesome. I mean, you've just you've listed so many fantastic fighters that are there. Say, Luke Burns, Derek Brunson, Michael Chandler's there as well. People like that. What's the interactions been like with with these guys, especially the first time? Did you ever? I mean, I wouldn't say the word starstruck because I know that you're a very confident guy. But but did you have moments of like Jesus? I'm rolling with Burns, or I'm I'm yeah. sparring with Chandler, or anything like that.
3: Yeah, there was a point at which I was like, I'm trying to toehold Gilbert Burns, and I just sat laugh- laughing, he sat laughing at laughing At him. Right? <laughs> point point at which we were, we were doing kickboxing, and I jabbed him in the face and he just smiled at me, and I'm like, oh, oh. he looks like he's going to take me down. <laughs> 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 like, even the fact that I was like, a lot of people when um, I shared the video of me and Mike wrestling against the wall, Everyone was like, Oh my god, that's insane. Of course it's insane. I'm a fight fan. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm I want like I see these guys. The fact that I was like rest like play, like playing south power for Derek Brunson a couple of like in the a week or two leading up to his his fight with Till, it was like there's madness. And like I'm seeing all these guys and like like even the fact that like DB text me after Brunson texts me after is like, oh, take a slow kid. Like you're in no rush. You're going to be like, you're going to get there. I'm like, yes. all right. It's just cool to see this. Like it's, it's really, really cool.
0: That's so awesome, man. It's, it's, it's quite heartwarming as well. These guys that, you know, for us as fight fans that will probably, you know, we interviewed Derek and he was the, such a lovely, lovely bloke. But like for you to be looking up to these guys and actually then having the opportunities to spar and roll and learn from them and hear that they are just like nice guys that are backing you. You've only been in the gym a little bit and they're, you know, they're not being like necessarily wary of you. They're, they're embracing you and they're bringing you into that, that Sanford family or whatever. That's a lovely thing to hear.
3: Yeah, no, it is. It's it's really, really, really nice to kind of have that vibe and like when you think about going to a super gym, you could think right, these could all be like pricks. You could think like, it's like, oh, here we've got egos everywhere. So imagine putting hundred me's in a room. You know I mean, <laughs> think about that's what you got to think about. It's potentially having like like this forty five elite professional athletes on the mats every day. Like that's the number we're dealing with. It's a joke and. Everyone's got their ego. Everyone wants attention. Everyone's best. But you know what the best part about it is? Everybody knows. Everybody knows that everyone's got an ego. Everyone knows that we're all elite level. Like the coaches. One of the first days I was there, um, Henry sat us down, Greg sat us down, and Nick sat us down. So all the coaches, all the fighters sat down. And were, we just want to talk to us for a minute. So we all sat down, and um, I think it was Henry that spoke, or maybe I don't know. I think it was no, I think it was Greg doesn't matter anyway that's irrelevant it was one of the main all the coaches there all the fighters sat down and i said look there's 45 guys on the mat today 45 elite professional athletes there's three coaches it's not possible for us to all give you the time and the the one-on-one you want we've got to deal with everyone he's like when you come down here we'll be here early we'll come down an hour early monday wednesday friday if you want to do extra stuff, if you want to ask questions, we will be here late at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We will put in the extra work. If you want to come get us. You want to reach out to us. Don't sit here and say that you want more work done and then not show up er- an hour earlier than the class. It was like, we understand that people want to spend more time improving, but you've got to be willing to improve. You've got to get up that hour. You've got to stay stay that hour longer. He's like, we can help you so much, but also you've got teammates. You're surrounded by the best of the best. Learn from them. If you wanna if you wanna learn wrestling, talk to Derek or Logan or talk to Phil or talk to anyone, whoever it is. If you want to learn jujitsu, ask Gilbert. If you want to learn striking, ask any of the guys that are on the mat. It's like just just go and talk to people. It's like learn. We've got it's a constant conveyor belt of guys fighting every weekend. This guy's fighting every weekend. It's, elite. it's 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 literally like UFC, UFC, UFC. The odd Bellator, the odd Bellator. It's like they like the lads, the coaches are literally they're, they're nonstop. And the fact that like they understand the dynamic of we want to give everyone attention, but we can't. So the guys that are fighting, they're they're the number one. Everyone else takes this little step back and I like that attitude it's like the guys who are fighting deserve the the, the
0: yeah
3: more attention because they're going to come up and that just means that when someone else gets a fight book they get the attention they get to learn more and it's it's look I like the way everything's done in the gym I'm I'm excited to go back I'm excited to learn more I'm excited to grow and it's just yeah dude it's cool
2: and and talking of you know attention and and new experiences so when, when we last spoke to you Uh, on the podcast, we, we asked you about, you know, your, your mindset when you walk out to, to, to go into the octagon, uh, and it was full of confidence and stuff. And then you've had an upgrade. You walk out to fucking Madison square garden. I mean, just talk us through that, the process just before you walked out and walking out, what was going on in your head and just try and put that into words that moment.
3: Fucking badass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was bad ass I was so confident and so happy and so excited I, I like even the fact that I was in like the Venom gear I was like dressed up like I see all the guys I have my hoodie and trackies on and I'm like alright let's, let's go out let's enjoy this stay warm I'm like I was just like strutting my stuff bit of swag I'm like alright like we were walking out the back so like walked, they brought us from the changing room just out to the kind of holding area Jordan walks out and then the entourage that was with me, like, it was, it was about 18 people standing around me. Like, I'm like, all right, here we go. And I'm just, like, having a little home, a little dance to Jordan's song, waiting to wait. And then I just hear, bow. And I'm like, yes, here we go. <laughs> and it's like, I'm up a bit on the string, I'm like, go. And it was just like, just enjoy every second. I hear all the crowd. I'm like, yeah. I had, a like, a snapback hat, and I was like, I signed it and just threw it up to the, to the audience because, like, I can't wear a snapback. Here you go, give that. Some... <laughs> I was like, why not? I was like, but, like, I was so excited and so ready for that.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like, a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times
3: And it was just, yeah, dude, it, the experience was was insane. And I just walked into the cage. I'd done my little look. I looked at Joe. I looked at John. I looked at DC. I was like, here we go. Remember this? Gave Jordan a little, little fist bump. And I was like, whew, we're in the UC cage, right? In Madison Square Garden. I've just walked out. And it's my UC debut. Holy fuck. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, this is happening. This is real. Like, slap myself. Wake up. Took me about two minutes to wake up, but. Yeah, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you got slapped and that's what's going to happen to everybody else.
0: That's amazing though, man. I mean, but also it's because you've spoken so openly about like, I'll never get nervous. I'll never have any of these things. But just even that little small thing of going, oh, fuck, because you're human. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's your UFC debut, something you've been working towards for yes. such a long part of your life. I mean, it's such a big thing making that UFC debut yeah. and to do it at Madison Square Garden. And the other thing is, I know you've done a lot of interviews, which is why we're really thankful for your time today, but you've done a lot of interviews leading up to the fight, and a little bit post-fight as well, but leading up to the fight, and everyone has been saying the same thing, Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden, that's going to get in your head, so it's amazing you dealt with it the
3: way you did. It didn't, none of it, Like when I mean like, I was like uber confident the entire walkout, getting changed, everything. The moment it hit me when I was like, oh shit, this is happening was when Bruce Buffer turned around to me and in the red right corner, it's like, he is an undefeated fighter and I'm like, I look up with I look up on the, because the whole, the, the venue changes colour so it goes blue and when, when they're talking about the blue corner it goes red and I look up at the screens, the three screens on the the tiers and it's just like, the future, Ian Gary, USC 268, Madison Square Garden, I'm like, <laughs> <This> is how <laughs> Bruce Buff- Bruce Buffer's announcing me. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm like, all right, wow, okay. And from that moment on, it was more just like, if you watch the fight back, right, watch it back. There's a little, uh, just before I was like, wow, this is this is insane. But yeah, it was um, it was just really like it's the dream come true. That was my dream. My dream. I've said this before, and people kind of go, "Huh." My dream was never to to be a UFC champion. It's to be a UFC fighter. Making that UFC debut means I'm the, i I've completed that dream, and that was it. I'm standing there at that moment, going, "Wow!" I'm just a little kid who who dreamt of being here, and and this is happening. I'm like, "Whoa! Okay, okay." So for two minutes, I wasn't right. For the next. Two and a half, I was back on track and I sparked them. Do you know what I mean? It took me it was just a surreal experience and now I get to uh change the dream from being a UFC fighter to being a UFC champion. Now the now the dream changes. Do you know what I mean? I've reached one. You know when they say like if you if you, if you can reach your dreams and you're not dreaming like big enough, now we've gotta go change yeah. it again. So it's it's, it's the dream of complete being a UFC fighter, completed mate, done. UFC champion professional
2: golfer. Boom. Let's go. I'm also interested to know that, um, obviously you get the, the, get the incredible finish. You, you know, you deliver an amazing speech and then you're back out the back. What did you do then? Like, was it all press, or what? did you get to watch the other fights? Did you come back out? You know, because there were some amazing fights as well on that that card. Did you get to experience any of the action?
3: I was non-stop for about two hours.
2: Really?
3: Talking to me. Obviously, you had to get the medical straight after. Um, Straight after the fight, um, they brought me straight to Dana and uh, they brought me into his little room where he was, was with his friends or his VIPs or whoever it was and It was they brought me over to him so it was nice to kind of finally shake hands with hip-hop. obviously I shake the hand of the way in, but actually speak to him and it was like and he just seemed so happy and excited I'm like right I'm like hey look it happened once before it's going to happen again mate and he's just like he seemed so in on it and it was so, he was so excited so that was really nice but yeah it was just flat out mate for two hours just non-stop and yeah I just kind of It all felt a little bit rushed. Really, it was like next, 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 next. I enjoyed every second of it. Can we just take a moment and and speak about how fucking good I am on the mic? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, we can (laughs) do that. that. Can we? That wasn't planned. Can we just can we just sit here and stroke my ego a little bit? How good was that?
0: It was amazing, mate. I mean, it, it did. It almost felt like not in delivery, it felt very natural, but the, the content felt pre-prepared because it was, you know, the whole takeover part two, all that kind of stuff. And also you've, you've had Connor sort of reach out to you now since as well. And there was that lovely moment that they put up on the broadcast as well of that picture of when you were very, very young. Uh, uh, alongside, like, when you met him, when you—I don't know how old you were. You look—you look like you're about twelve, but I don't know how old you really were. you were I'm fifteen years 15 old still. You what? Sorry,
3: I still look like I'm about twelve now, unless <laughs> I get some abs and a little bit of chest hair action. You know what I mean? Still, I'm about twelve. Um, yeah, fifteen, sixteen.
0: Yeah. So, but that, and that—that that was amazing as well to have that moment put on the broadcast as well, and then. Yeah, it, 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 it was phenomenal. The only the only thing that's ever missing from people when they get on the mic and they don't do it, and I, as a fan, want to see it, and I think you're going to know what I'm going to say, it's a call-out. Why was there no
3: call-out? Oh, I
0: thought you were going to say, gonna say a full rendition of Grease Lightning by Ian
2: Gary. The, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's
3: the only person I'd like I'd like to find their business, Nate Diaz. I just they're not going to give me Diaz
0: no they're not they're not I mean especially he's got like one fight left on his contract so you never know actually
3: they will give me the UFC will give me whoever they decide to give me I will sign the yeah. contract say yes say here you go thank you I will see you at that date be ready because I'm going to take over again I'm going to steal the show everything is going to be perfect Turn the so yeah everything's been everything's insane and I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to every single time that I step in. I don't like calling people out. I'm the hype. Call me out. (laughs) Let's see.
0: Makes sense. But no, it was. It was a brilliant. You you kind of smashed every bit of it. All the interviews leading up. The fight itself, you got a knockout in round one. What more can you ask for? And then the post-fight interview was cracking as well, mate. You you did. You absolutely smashed it. You did exactly what you said you were going to do.
3: UFC debut. Completed it, mate.
0: That's it. We would have liked to have seen a, a, a rendition of Grease Lightning, as Stu said. Obviously. That would have been lovely like last time. But we've had a bit of Arctic Monkeys this time. We had Grease Lightning before. Maybe next time in a post-fight interview, you go full Tyson fury and just start singing a rendition of something. That'd be great.
3: Maybe, maybe one day when we've reached that level.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we, we know what the long-term goal is. The long-term goal, as you said, you want to be UFC champion, which makes yeah. perfect sense. Do you, do you set yourself any short-term goals? Is there anything you go, I want to achieve this in six months or this by this time next year?
3: No, I just want to be happy, love my missus, play some golf I and mean, then just enjoy everything we're doing. That's all it's about. So, I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about that, like, just just being happy, just enjoying every day because we don't know when the fucking nations going to be
0: true
2: absolutely I'll... I mean that's an absolutely perfect place to finish we know we, we've got <laughs> limited time with you and you've been super generous uh, in to give us uh, plenty of time today um, mate thanks so much for, for coming back on and it's been an absolute joy watching your debut and can't wait to see where it's going to go man
3: I, it's, it's me too I can't wait to see what they're going to do now <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out I'm excited lads I love you and I appreciate the time it means a lot and look hopefully we'll get you over to that you'll be able to come over and see the next one live and we'll be able to catch up.
0: Oh, that'd be incredible, man. And
3: if it's Vegas, I want Vegas. Vegas?
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> I've been to Vegas, but not for a fight. I would
3: love so to go. So let's, 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 let's make it happen. Let's, let's come let's over. Then right. we'll meet up after.
0: Yeah, that sounds perfect to me, man. Let's do it. Right. We'll go, we'll go and catch a Cirque du Soleil show. It'll be yeah. lovely. Go <laughs> <laughs> a round
3: golf. Yeah. Right, go on. I love you to leave you all the best take it
0: easy mate mate. and thanks Leila cheers take care guys bye bye well there you go Ian the future Gary
2: back on the show Uh, and god what a lovely chat as always with Ian lovely lovely chat as always did you know what that that fellow he lacks charisma (laughs) He, he needs a bit more charisma God, uh, it's like getting blood uh, out of
0: stone, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, it's so. It's,
2: oh, what I do? What it's such what a an dude.
0: easy chat. It's so such a nice bloke to chat to. It's someone that like you would love to go for a drink with with Ian Gary or some skittles yeah. with Ian Gary. Yeah. Uh, but again, just like he's got that confidence and he talks a talk, but he does it in such an endearing way. It's like I've said this before. It's not. It's not overly brash or like in your face. It's quite charming with it. And I think mm. that really, you know, that, that, that makes you want to root for him. I I just, you know, I think, I think he's a great guy and I think he's very, very talented, but he's intelligent as well. He knows he's, he's talking about taking it slow and he, he, he listed the reasons for going to Sanford MMA. The fact that he'd be training with the best welterweights in the world.
2: That like, all makes perfect sense. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I mean, we have got no exclusives on what, what Ian's next move's going to be uh, in the UFC. But as he said, you know, he's not in the habit of sort of calling people out. You know, whoever Dana, you know, lines up for him, he said he'll sign it and uh, and it'll all be part of the, uh, the second takeover. Um, I guess before we sort of wrap this episode up, it's... It's ridiculous for us not to comment on this weekend's fights that have just gone right.
0: Oh my god, we have to! I mean, what we've—this has been nuts the last like three weeks or so. Like Mm. UFC 267 was great. UFC 268 was absolutely mental. When you think about that Chris Barnett spinning wheel kick and Ian Mm -hmm. Gary's debut win, Chandler Gaichi—what a phenomenal fight that was—and then Mm -hmm. Rose and Usman as well. I mean, even the Shane Burgos-Quarantillo fight was was good, but yeah. it just came after what's possibly fight of the year between Gaethje and okay. Chandler. And now, we're recording this on Monday morning. Saturday night was Yair Rodriguez and Max Holloway. Jesus Christ, what a fight.
2: I think, I don't know who tweeted it, uh, but it was like, I think in the last three weeks, I've tweeted that was the greatest fight I've ever seen, like, however many times. Because... It was like last week I was like, Gachi Chanda, that's that's one of the greatest fights I've yeah. ever seen. And then Maxi Aya at the weekend was insane.
0: It it was it was fantastic. I mean, I I couldn't give you a I was actually at a UFC pop-up event in East London, watching it in with the big screen and just Just drop that in. Just drop that in. You were invited. You couldn't know, make
2: it... I know. I had to go to work. Yeah. You know, had to pay the bills. Yeah. You know. Um, but, you, you was there rubbing shoulders with Arnold Allen. Oh, I all had right, a lovely... Speaking
0: work. of rubbing shoulders with Arnold Allen, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. I did give Arnold a hug just to say hello. The man is made of stone his back was ridiculous I was like Jesus fucking Christ he probably hugged me and thought he would snap me in two it was like his back was unbelievable
2: it was like made of granite um, I can't believe how excited you are about this because when I asked it, oh, how was Saturday night the first thing you mentioned was Arnold <laughs> Allen's back
1: you're not supposed to say that now now it's really weird now that I've
2: said it twice it's really weird it was, it was so hard man it was like i just just <laughs> like a bald.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, God. I'm, a, I'm having a hot flash. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: no, but it was, though. He's clearly keeping... Like, I know he's got the hand injury, but he's clearly keeping really in shape. Mm. I mean, he, he was just solid. Absolutely solid. But the loveliest guy, just lovely to chat to and everything. I'm sure he had a really good eye on that fight as well. But, oh God, yeah. I mean, Jesus, what... What an amazing fight all round. I mean, I did score it for Max, but yeah. consider two years out of the cage, two years he's not had a fight, and he comes back and does that against, I mean, I, I'm always a Volkanovski guy. I, I think Volkanovski won that first fight very comfortably. Second fight I know was very, very close, but mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and re-watch it to have a really good idea of it. But I, I think a Volkanovski is the best featherweight. But Max Holloway is right there with him. And for Yair to have had two years out and then have that type of performance against Max Holloway, I think is pretty impressive in itself. So I'm sure Yair, as long as he's not too injured, I know his foot was really blown up. Do you see his foot? Oh, my God. Yeah, his foot looked bad. So hopefully that looks worse than what it actually is and he can get back in there, you know, in a not-too-distant future. Because that's a guy that could fight for a title easy. Easy he could fight for a title in the future. Very exciting fighter as well. Fan favourite. Uh, And then what can you say about Max Holloway? He's just, the chin on him is unbelievable. He always can take a shot, but his boxing is so good. He mixed up takedowns in this as well, which you don't see very often from Max.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really amazing. I think, I think maybe was it the first two rounds was pretty much stand up and it was like watching just some (laughs) incredible, you know, Muay Thai K1. It was remarkable. Um, and one of the things that I loved, you know, I, I know that you put the post up on the socials of of, of Gaethje uh, and Chandler yeah. and uh, and Yair and him there like post fire Have you seen the video as as is as, yeah. uh, in the in the ambulance yeah. and Max gets in? Like, man, that's what it's about, and yeah. it, you know, it's just like ultimate respect. And you know, I've seen like Dana, or I presume you have as well, has said that, it, it, you know, yes, it's been it's happened twice already, but. Max deserves that shot. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what else is there for him? No. Like, it's it's got to be. I know, I don't know. It feels like Connor's calling everyone out at the moment. Did you see? But-
0: the, the uh, thing of him walking uh where it, like max is on these tv screen and he's pacing as if he's opposite him and then walks forward as if he's facing off with him no oh, i man. need to see this either it's like either they stopped pressing record and connor's turned around and like was giggling loads and just like found it really funny because he was just mucking about if he wasn't then i think he's gone mad I think he might have gone mad. Um, like he was, I'm sure that they just pressed stop, and then he turned round and laughed because it was it was kind yeah. of funny. Um, but if he didn't, then he snapped because he was yeah. topless, walking back and forth, like pacing, as if he's opposite Max Holloway in the cage. And then when Max Holloway walks forward, he walks towards the TV screen. It's just hyping up a potential fight between them. People would definitely be interested. <clears throat> I think. Max would be the firm favourite going into that fight, although having hundred percent. Although you know that Connor always gets loads of people backing him, so but I think Max would be the firm favourite in that fight. But Jesus Christ, I mean, I'd watch it. I'd 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 watch Max v. Connor. No problems. Because yeah. it would be predominantly oh, a boxing match, which is Connor's strong point.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I suppose. But you know i think connor's he's got to fight usman first and he? then he's got to fight <laughs> i'm trying to hear <laughs> who else he's called out like uh, it's, it's yeah i just yeah I, I guess it makes for some interesting bits and pieces on social media for me you know i agree with you volk's the best and you know I, i'm interested to see in the time since that last uh holloway fight how much you know we've seen how much volk's improved as well uh for the ortega fight and then like what are we going to see next? You know, like how much better oh. has he got? Obviously we can see that Max is improving fight on fight as well. So I think we would get an incredible scrap.
0: Yeah. Oh damn, I mean, you would, I mean, you could almost do like, let's just sign up now for like a best of five series. Because unless, yeah, let's yeah, sign up for a best of five series. So if, if Folk wins the next match, then it's this game over. It's done. He's yeah. beaten three times, but if Holloway wins, yeah. they have to do it at least two more times. Best of five series. I know that the featherweight division is stacked with talent and it would cause a really bad logjam, but I don't care. When do you ever get a situation where two guys in a division are the two best and are so evenly matched? Like a lot of people have been saying for a long time now that Adesanya and Whitaker are like, you know, one and two and no one else is really near them. But the first fight was so clear that Adesanya won, that it's like, it's one and two. It's not like one a and one B or anything like that. It's one Mm. and two. Um, but with Vulcan and, 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 and Holloway, the first fight, I think volt clearly won, but it was still a good close ish fight, Mm. but volt clearly won that fight. Second fight, I can't even remember the details of it. I just remember thinking, geez, this is super close. And a lot of mm. Americans in particular were upset that um that Volk got the decision, but I think that's more because they're big Holloway fans rather than being yeah, course. you know uh, objective about the fight. Uh but for sure if they have another fight, it's gonna be close. Either way, yeah. it's gonna be close. And
2: I would I would happily see it a few more times. I, I think oh, it'd be I mean, great. just just look at both of their last fights, both of their last fights. Not not the um, uh, not not the Holloway um, Volk fights, but obviously the Ortega fight and, and this weekend's fight. If you ever need any kind of footage to put together some hype, look at them last two yeah. fights. They're insane wars, they and both of them never take a backward step. Right. Like it's, I'm up for it three yeah. times. I'm up for it five times. Let's make that happen.
0: Absolutely, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, and and again, props to Max Holloway. He came out with a phrase recently called elevator divas when he's referring to fighters that are just holding onto their spot and not wanting to take a fight unless they're going up in the rankings and stuff. like that. Holloway's there, the clear number one contender. Uh, and uh, some would say not me, but some would say that he's, you know, beat Volk in the last one. So he's technically the champ and blah, blah, blah. For me, he's the number one contender, but by a clear stretch and he still went out and fought Calvin Cater. Then he has gone out and fought Yair Rodriguez. He's not waiting around. He's not holding on to his spot. He's going, yeah, I'm the best. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to prove it. And that is the type of attitude you go, yeah, love it. Absolutely love that. Um, And he's really putting on performances like that Keita fight and now the Rodriguez fight. They're top, top performances. So, yeah, I I think give him whatever he wants. If he really wants to fight Connor and that's available, let him do it. If he wants to go up to 155 and fight, you know, a Gaethje or a whoever, let him do it. Uh, I think he might have a win over Charles Oliveira, so that's interesting as well. But I, my pick would be let him fight Volk, and if Volk wins, maybe Holloway then has to step up to 155 so that he can actually go and pursue like a title opportunity and stuff like sure. that. But if Holloway wins, best of five series. Why not? Yeah. I, unless Holloway somehow wins and takes very little damage and Volk took uh damage and he needed time off. Then you could do Holloway versus maybe a Giga Chikadze if he beats Cater or hopefully an Arnold Allen or something like that. If he can get yes. a fight or two in down the line. But I, I I would be happy to have, um, these two have a best of five series or something like that. Cause they're, they are so elite and, and all the fights are great mm. between them. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, Is there anything else we want to
0: touch on on that card? Um, Well, I think we'd probably be remiss not to mention. I don't want to comment on it too much. I don't know too much about it, but uh, in the Ben Rothwell fight, Herb Dean had a bit of a moment, didn't he? And it's not Mm. the first time he's done something like this. I don't want to pile on him. I think a lot of people Mm. are piling on him at the moment. Some of it, I think is probably understandable, but he did have that moment where he goes uh, and sort of stops Dilema. And I think, DeLima said he shouted, stop, stop. But then he seemed to step back as if like, oh, maybe he made a mistake because it looked like Rothwell was going for a takedown. And then DeLima ends up kind of slightly falling on top of Rothwell and looking over at Herb Dean as if to say, mate, what's happening? Have you stopped this or not? Because I'm going to punch him if you haven't. And you kind of already have. So what's happening? And then Herb Dean's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've stopped it. I've stopped it. And it was just a, a bit strange... One thing I would say is that I do think the fight was right to be stopped there. I don't think it was too early a stoppage or anything.
2: He took a lot of shots, big shots, and the damage was done. Yeah, I agree. So it was the right stoppage.
0: It was just done in a weird way. So, you know, no one did take any unnecessary punishment, which is not what you would necessarily say about the the Jai Herbert Trinaldo fight from way back when Dan Hardy was the one shouting, stop the fight and stuff like that. Um, which, again, I agree with Dan. I think that was maybe a late stoppage. Um, Definitely. But I don't know. It's something that, you know, I don't want to pile on Herb Dean. There's a lot of refs out there that maybe could improve certain things, but also they're all human. They're, they're not going to be 100% correct all of the time. That's impossible to do. There's human error. But, yeah, it's it's slightly concerning when we feel like we've seen – Herb have a few of these occasions now and look, I'm not saying that he's not still got the opportunity to be a really great ref, but maybe he needs to just, I don't know, reevaluate a little bit or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the situation would be. Mark Goddard would be the one to talk to about that kind of stuff and and what Mm -hmm. is going on and what, what refs need to constantly focus on and improve on or where maybe refs get a bit older. They deteriorate in one place and they need to do something to keep the momentum going. I don't know. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of chat about Herb Dean at the moment. A lot of it does seem to be justified. Some of it is not justified, uh, but a lot of it does seem to be justified. So, I hope I hope that whatever's going on with Herb gets sorted out because obviously it's not just about the result. It's about these fighters' long term health safety. and safety. Exactly. So yeah, let's let's hope that that gets sorted out
2: absolutely well we should also point out we've got um, some amazing guests uh, booked up so you've got some good stuff coming very very soon in the meantime um, if you've just tuned in to listen to uh, Ian Gary and it's your first time listening to this podcast have a rumble around in our uh, our archives because we've got uh, a full length episode uh, with Ian Gary just before he uh, fought for the world title in Cage Warriors and we've got a who's who of MMA in our back catalogue so go and have a look I mean we've just been to Talking about You can listen to Blake and I uh, talking uh, to Volk. That's a great chat. You can hear us talking to Tyron Woodley. Um, Mark Goddard, who we've spoken about. We've got an amazing episode with Mark Goddard, um, really sort of breaking down um, that side of, of, of the sport. Uh, and also, uh, again, the aforementioned Dan Hardy. One of my favourite uh, episodes is, is our chat with Dan. As, as, as any fight fan knows, you know, Dan's fight mind is absolutely incredible. And, and, and we delve deep into it, I, on that episode um, I mean all I'll say is just go and you know have a good look about in the archives because there's over 50 episodes now and there's some absolute crackers in there and some more good stuff to come as well
0: absolutely yep, loads more good stuff to come so uh, stay subscribed stay tuned or whatever it would be and uh, yeah we'll see you next time
2: let's do that Bye-bye. bye bye bye